0: I mean, you guys know as mothers, it's hard to be gone away from your family for weeks at a time. And I felt like every big show I went to, it was two weeks at a time. So not only financially is that a huge hit, but you have all these people that you're managing at home too to make that life run smoothly because the kids have to stay in school and you have to juggle what's going on there as well.
1: in on the rail at a jog please on the rail at a jog.
2: hello everyone we are back with a another on the rail podcast episode for this week and we have this month's roundtable discussion we have had the request several times from a few different gals within the industry to talk with other mothers that are showing themselves And either have kids showing or young kids and just juggling it all and kind of how they all make it work. So that's going to be our topic today. And as I was just telling these gals before I hit record, Liz and I are not mothers ourselves. So we are not going to have much to add to the conversation today, but I know these gals will, and we're going to host a great conversation with them. So without further ado, we'll let you guys just kind of introduce yourselves a little bit about your background, what you're currently doing in horses, and maybe what your current role as a mother is as it stands right now too. So it doesn't matter who jumps in, but Morgan, you're first on my screen, so we'll let you go first.
3: All right. Well, first of all, thank you for having me. I think this is a really special topic and I've seen so many new moms recently showing and that's kind of what I'm representing. I think I have a three-month-old daughter named Sawyer, so I am a brand new mom. I've been showing AQHA since I was 12 years old and alongside my mom, Michelle McCarthy-Worda, who is an AQHA professional horseman. I currently am showing the amateur all around with two horses, finally asleep and simply presidential. I am also a full-time natural resources specialist. I'm a part-time realtor with Midwest Lifestyle Properties. We also farm and also along lines of horses, we run a saddle dyeing business called Revitalize Saddles and we as in my husband and I. So kind of have my hands in a lot of pots currently. And that's why I'm also excited to have this conversation with you all today and talk about being a busy horse showing mom. <laughs>
2: Sounds like it. Yeah. Anybody can go next. Well, I'll jump in. My name is Lauren
4: Detmer, and I have two boys. They are 12 and 9, and we show Pinto. So we show both the big horses and the miniature horses. So each of us show two, which gets complicated, as you can imagine. My husband and I both sit on the board for Indiana, and I also sit on the Pinto board for Illinois as well as a 4-H leader, and we both sit on the board for our local saddle club as well. We also own a breeding business, so we stand two different stallions. We stand, he's a special hot rod and the good one. So our time is spent doing breeding work, working horses, and then my husband and I both work full-time as well. I work at a local hospital, so we are in and out all of the time, but our kids are showing and happen since they were one, and we went through the whole little kid trying to find someone to hold them while we were showing, as opposed to now, where it's, Trying to switch back numbers, handing horses off, making sure the right horse and the right kid are in the right arena at the right time and keeping everything organized.
2: <laughs> Ashley, you want to jump in? Sure.
0: I'm Ashley Enoch Scott, and I show currently AQHA and APHA. I am mother to a seven year old boy, and then I'm a stepmom to a 22 year old and a 24 year old boys. The 22-year-old is still in college, 24-year-old is not. So I currently juggle at least two of the three of them. My seven-year-old is also type 1 diabetic. And so I have to juggle that a little bit along with the showing aspect. Currently, I am showing a double-registered four-year-old mare. Her name is Good Girls Finish Last. I also sit on the APHA National Directors Committee as an alternate. I also serve on the Youth Committee. Well, the last three years I served on the Youth Committee. This year, I've moved over to the Competition Advisory Committee. And I'm on the board for Florida Paint Horse Club, as well as I do all of the awards for our shows and
1: help navigate all of those. Very good. And Natasha? Uh, my name is Natasha Charta-Steele. And I'm a mom to three. I have a 13-year-old daughter, a three-year-old son, and a nine-month-old. And for a long time, I was showing APHA and recently switched over to Quarter Horse. I've got two horses. I have Don't Push My Buttons and Pam Showstopper. And I've been doing the all-around with button for quite some time. But Fireball, my newest horse, is kind of going to be my future all around her, hopefully. My husband and I, we actually own funeral homes and we're small town funeral directors. So we work seven days a week. And on top of being parents and showing, we also have a small farm, small hobby farm. So yeah, it takes a lot of balance and a lot of coordination, you know, of keeping up this showing lifestyle with me and my kids.
2: So it seems universally across the board here, not only are you guys heavily involved in showing horses yourselves, whether or not your kids do or don't show, but then you also either stand on several boards or work other jobs, own businesses. So you guys are really taking the cake when, when managing it all. So I know we're going to get into, into good conversations here. Just real quickly, given this, we're recording this the end of June. Lauren, were you at Pinto World this year? When it We did caught? not go this year. Okay. So you didn't get caught up in all of that craziness. We did
4: not, luckily.
2: Yes, thank God for that for you. So- One thing that's been said is there is a stigma associated with balancing horse showing and being a mom. Have you personally faced any challenges or judgment and how have you handled that? Like I said, whoever wants to just jump in and go for it. I think the hardest part for us has been balancing the time. So
4: obviously it's the kids that seem to always come first, working their horse when we get to a show, making sure their horses are all ready since they still need a lot of help with that. And then my horse kind of takes the back burner. I'm pulling him out of the stall, taking him right into a class and hoping that he's going to behave. Luckily, it's worked out pretty well, but just keeping everything balanced and making sure that, you know, we've got a whole group of people that help and are willing to hold horses at the arena for us, able to hand stuff off and get stuff switched over. So we haven't had too bad of a stigma other than, you know, the occasional comment of I I can't believe you have this many horses up here. How are you doing this? you know, but it's always seemed to be on a positive note.
0: Huh. I've gotten a little bit of it. Mostly recently, as my son has become more involved in sports, I get a lot of, aren't you going to the show? Aren't you going to this show? Why aren't you doing this? Why aren't you doing that? This year, I had to really back off on my showing. My son's now playing competitive soccer. And, you know, it's weekends and it's hard to juggle horse shows and sporting events on the weekend. So, you know, I gave myself a goal of going to the Quarter Horse Congress this year, that was going to be my one big show. And then when people ask me what shows I'm going to this summer, and I said nothing, you know, they're like, well, how do you expect to prepare for this? And, you know, for me, it's I prepare at home. And that's what I have to do. And I have to be ready to go out and show at one of the largest stages based off of very little show quote unquote preparation. So I've gotten a lot of that recently with just some judgmental comments. I don't know if they were intended to be that, but it came across that way. So it makes it hard to wonder if I'm doing the right thing when I'm spending all this money going to Congress and I'm not going to any shows leading up to it to practice. Do you ride with a trainer? I do. I absolutely do. I currently don't have a place of my own. We're working on building that right now, but there's no way that I could do both, honestly, if I didn't. I also work a full time job, as well as I kind of juggle a part time job as a travel agent. And there's no way that I could do it all along with soccer practices, doctor's appointments, and those things during the week. There's no way I'd be able to prep for
1: any kind of show. I think for me, for a long time, I was a part of a barn where all the other ladies had young kids. And so they were awesome. They would hold my son so I could get in like a lesson on a Saturday and we would take turns watching kids. And I'd bring my son who at the time was like, I want to say he was about 12 months to the shows and have him in the stroller. And I had a lot of support, which was phenomenal. So I could show and I could be a part of it. And I think for me, having a good barn or good support system around you that understands is really significant. And now I've been pretty much a do-it-yourselfer. I brought my horse home, and for me, it was a big decision I had to make. I had a really phenomenal all-rounder with paint, but he just was a lot to prep. He required a lot of prep, a lot of time with the trainer. And I just decided that with my kids, I couldn't balance going to the lessons all the time and going to the shows and stuff. And so I brought my horses home and I ended up selling my all-arounder and just keeping my really consistent old trustee that my kids can ride, I can ride, and he doesn't require as much prep work at a show. You know, it's one lunge and I'm, I'm done. And that was a big decision I had to make, you know, moving forward. You know, I couldn't really keep All my horses, and having one that my kids, I could feel safe with my kids, and I could ride too, was a big change for me. And then taking him home, but overall, having that support system is really huge in the show community, and also any barn that you do show with.
0: I 100% agree with that fully. I think that's the biggest aspect of all of this is having that support system and having a barn that understands and people in a barn that understands. I've been in a situation where I didn't feel comfortable in a barn with my child, and I, you know, had to rectify that situation because I shouldn't be made to feel uncomfortable and not have that support when I'm trying to focus on showing. I completely
3: agree with what everyone has said. Of course, I have only been a mom for three months, and I will look back on these conversations, too, because of all of you having so many years of experience. and I did already have to have the conversation with myself that it's okay to be very firm and invested in your lifestyle and your family. And so much so that you actually don't have time to worry about the judgment because I found myself focusing on that instead of how I can, you know, face and conquer these challenges. So I just knew I had to make a decision for myself that I believed in what I was doing. I wholeheartedly knew and believed that my baby was okay going with me, and I had the support, like everyone has talked about, which is absolutely critical. And that's just how I've been able to deal with even judgment that maybe hasn't even happened yet.
2: Would you guys say you get more criticism from the non horse show world looking at your horse showing and the time or responsibilities that it takes to do that, or the horse show world? Thinking you're not doing enough with the horses, I guess. Does that question make sense?
4: It does. I don't think that a lot of the people that around me that don't show horses know what all goes into it. And then they'll come to a show and they're like, you didn't sit or eat the entire show. You didn't have a chance. Well, no, I'm prepping six horses and two kids and myself getting everything ready. I didn't have time for any of that. So luckily my mom comes with us a lot and she'll get the kids dressed. She makes dinner. She'll make sure she brings me a plate and says, eat this, you know, because I don't have time. And I don't think a lot of people know what goes into that. And then at the horse show world with the people that we're showing with, they know us and they know our kids so well that they're great at saying, hey, you're doing awesome. Even if I feel like I'm pulling my
1: hair out, our support system has been amazing. I think what I would hope for with bringing my kids to shows and stuff is like, there's so much talk right now about getting more youth involved in showing and how do we do that? And so with me bringing my kids to the shows, like, I hope that they're going to find the passion and love for it. Like I did as a kid. So I've been writing since I was 12 and even at nighttime, like A lot of times what I'll do is I'll ride my horse, I'll kind of warm him up. And then I'll say to my 13 year old, I'll be like, all right, Caitlin, he's ready for you. And then she'll get on and ride. And then I throw my three-year-old up with his sister and they'll go around and ride. And I just hope that, you know, when people see us bringing our kids to shows that they understand, like we want to instill that passion with our kids. And we hope that they join this crazy lifestyle and love showing and stuff just as much as their parents.
0: I kind of want to piggyback on that too. I think it's a good example for our kids to show that we don't have to give everything up just because we had kids and that we still chase our dreams no matter how old we are. And we still work hard for our dreams because we all know in this horse business that it is hard work. And I think them seeing what we do emulates that, whether they stay in the horses or they go and do something
2: totally different. I think it's a good example to set for them. Do any of you have kids that are not involved with horses in any way or not interested?
0: My older two are not. The younger of those two, he was kind of, he's more into the farm work aspect, not into the actual horses. But my seven-year-old loves it. He shows. He's learning to ride on his own. So he likes it. I don't push him. When he asks to go, I take him.
2: But I don't push him into anything. So... Kind of moving on from that subject, but how do you guys or what strategies do you guys use to develop and manage your time effectively, just with all the family responsibilities, plus trying to get to horse shows or taking care of horses, a breeding farm in Lauren's case and all of it.
5: Or juggling multiple businesses, it sounds like for some of you. Yeah. Yeah.
4: For us, it's just organizational. I have a military background. I was in the Army. So for me, it's spreadsheets. I make lists. I make sure I have everything written out with what I need to do. Make sure my kids know what their duties are and make sure everything is organized. I'm an organizational freak. And had I not been, there's no
1: way I'd get everything done. My Google calendar. I mean, I put everything (laughs) in it, like even the most... Minute things like I schedule my workouts in my calendar. I schedule my ride time, my work appointments, everything because my husband, you know, he fully supports me and he wants me to continue showing, even though we have little kids. And so he's like, we had a conversation. He's like, okay, in order for me to watch the kids, like, I really need you to put everything in the calendar so I'm on board and I can expect what you're doing. And so We share a Google Calendar so he knows when I'm going to ride. We put in the show dates in the calendar. My employees have my calendar so they know like, okay, these are the work appointments. These are the appointments when I'm out. And just really having full communication with all the people around me because everyone, you know, we all want to see each other succeed and do what we love and have passions outside of work. And so again, just having that, you know, communication just using
2: my Google calendar has been huge for me. Do you go as far as scheduling like the days of the week that you know you're going to ride? You actually put in like those hours ahead of time, but like, is it completely scheduled out for the week or how far in advance do you kind of get your calendar set?
1: So I do my calendar weekly for my lessons because I'll do a virtual lesson. Sometimes I'll haul into a trainer that's about an hour and a half from me and I have to schedule all of it. I got to make sure that I've got coverage for the kids, coverage for my business. And so usually I do it about a week in advance and that has really helped, but I'm not going to lie. There's some nights where it's 11 o'clock at night or midnight. And that's when I'm putting my ride in to get that ride in for the week, because I've had such a full work schedule or things going on with my kids. And I'm, you know, in order to stay committed to this, it's like, you know, I've got a baby who's still getting up a couple of times throughout the night. So it's like, okay, well, I can't really get up at three in the morning because I know she's going to get up for a bottle. But I know she's going to be sleeping from this time to this time. So that's when I got to put my ride in. And I know that this is just for the short time until she's sleeping fully through the night. But it's like, if I'm going to prep for these shows, like that's when I have to schedule my ride.
2: Morgan, I know you have a young baby too. Does it become a struggle to manage your time effectively, but still not burn yourself out as far as not getting enough rest and sleep and that type of thing? I will say I am extremely blessed that she has
3: been sleeping through the night since about <laughs> week two. So I cannot complain about that. So she has allowed me to at least feel somewhat rested. But in terms of everything else that we have to do to kind of you know make life go we still have to manage ourselves very carefully. I am a list person when, you know, we have my full-time job. So we're talking nine to five, obviously takes priority on my lunch. I'm usually making phone calls and sending emails for the saddle dyeing business. And when I get home, there've been many times where, you know, we put the baby down to sleep around eight or nine o'clock and then my husband and I head out to the shop and that's what we do, you know, sometimes until midnight. So. Again, all of that with the organizational aspect, we make sure that we aren't doing too much. You know, we're we're also on other people's schedule because of when they need things like saddles back because everyone has horses to go to. So, you know, we make sure we prioritize time for us and our sleep and our child. And then on the days we have to work, we have to work. And in the in-between, I schedule in my one ride a week as well because my horse is still at my mom's. So and it's about an hour away. So yeah, same kind of thing as far as organization goes, but lots of moving parts, lots lots of lists, lots of calendars, and making sure everybody is on the same page and communicated with.
2: So I think, do all of you ride at least weekly? Is that kind of what it sounds like? That's the goal.
4: I have my own indoor arena, and the horses are all at our house. We don't work with a trainer. Everything is our own. So we work ours four or five times a week, but that's with the kids. So more often than not, it's the kids riding and I'm staying out there doing showmanship with mine while I'm yelling at them on the rail or whatever (laughs) it might be. But it's also not abnormal for us to get up early in the morning at four and my son will go out and work
2: horses in the morning since we know our afternoon is going to be busy. For those of you that have school age kids, is it easier once they're in school or is it easier when they're out of school for the summer?
4: Mine have the same schedule because we're still working full time. So they go to grandma's for the same hours that they would go to school. So my poor kids still have to get up at five o'clock in the morning, even during the summer, because that's just the way our life works. So I wouldn't say it's easier or harder. Other than the summer, we have 4-H as well. So I'm a 4-H leader and both my kids are in 4-H for horse and pony. So that takes up, you know, two or three nights a week as well on top of our normal schedule, plus breeding season still going on
2: breeding season.
4: Yeah. Ours keeps getting extended. So we're still breeding Myers for other people. So it's been never ending this year.
1: I was just saying with my 13 year old, she's been phenomenal helping me out, like cleaning stalls, taking care of the horses, turning them out. So it definitely, I think is easier when the kids are a little bit older, but then again, having the two younger ones, you know, on top of a school age kid, it's still a balance but definitely once they're school age, I find that, you know, my oldest, she's all about helping me out, helping her siblings. And so that has been really nice for me. So it definitely, I do personally feel like it does get easier. Definitely. I agree with that.
0: My job is very flexible. So I go ride when my son's at school and it makes things a lot easier because I don't really have to schedule much with it. My husband works, he owns his own business and is a contractor and he tends to work two or three contracts at a time so he stays super busy and i basically manage everything the only thing that i really schedule in are the big shows where i have to be away and whether or not my son has to stay or if he gets to come with me so that we can coordinate if he does stay but as far as summers go i live in florida and i absolutely despise riding in the summer So unless I'm doing a big show, the last several years, you know, I've always had Pennel World and gone there. And then I literally just take a horse vacation until the beginning of September, because, you know, afternoons, it's raining here in the mornings, it's so humid. And I just, I prefer to let that time be a little bit of downtime for my horse since we show pretty much the rest of the year. She stays in training and stuff, but I just don't push her for any shows in the summer, which gives me a little extra time to spend with my son and let him go to camps and run the shuttle bus with play dates and seeing his friends in the summer that he wouldn't normally get to see since he's out of school.
4: The older they get, the easier it is, at least in ours. So my oldest one can saddle his own horse. He can lunch, he can get on, he's working babies and he's halter breaking for me. So I don't have to do all of that anymore, which gives me more time to focus on my younger one who's nine who can saddle his horse, but needs checked still to make sure that girth is tight. Can't always reach to put you know, the Western saddle on. It's too heavy for him to lift that high you know, or whatever that might be. But the older one's able to help the younger one as well. So that's made our life a little bit easier and given me a little bit more time to get my stuff done as well.
2: So what about when we talk about the kind of financial investment side of things? How do you navigate that with your family, your spouses, all of it? Obviously, I guess if you're married to somebody that's also a horse guy, then it probably becomes a little easier for them to understand. But how do you guys navigate the waters of just the sheer amount of income money it takes to show horses versus also having a family and trying to support that?
0: I do a lot of planning ahead for the year. So the little shows I take on on my own financially, but my husband is the breadwinner of the family. And so when it comes to big shows... I make sure I have a plan in place and we talk about it months ahead so that we can plan as far as putting money away for those shows and how much we're going to need. The little shows and stuff, they're easier for me to manage. Sometimes I go on my own so I don't go with my trainer. I just load up and go, which makes it a whole lot cheaper. But I limit myself to the big shows every year. I feel like last year I kind of went all out and it was kind of a go big or go home year for me. And so, I did a lot of big shows, which is in turn the reason why I kind of took a step back this year. and just to try to balance that a little bit because, I mean, you guys know as mothers, it's hard to be gone away from your family for weeks at a time. And I felt like every big show I went to, it was two weeks at a time. So not only financially is that a huge hit, but you have all these people that you're managing at home, too, to make that life run smoothly because the kids have to stay in school and you have to, juggle what's going on there as well.
4: For me, I married into the horses. So luckily my husband has been doing this his entire life. So I never had to explain the financial part. He had to explain that to me. But with the breeding, I look at it as our breeding business pays for our horse shows, which makes it and obviously it's not even, but it makes it a little bit easier to swallow. But ours is we look at it at the beginning of the year or even two years in advance, what shows we want to go to pick what big shows we're going to, and then work towards that. So we might go to the Quarter Horse Congress one year, or it might be Pennel World or something like that, but we're not going to a big show every year. Sometimes it's just the state shows or even open shows to prep, and then we'll go to those big shows when they're planned so that it's not a financial hit every single year. I think I take a very similar
3: approach. My husband is very supportive and I'm very lucky for that, but I always evaluate what my goals are for the year in terms of showing my horse. And then I pick horse shows around what will help me achieve that goal. So generally, we usually do NSBA World Show and we always do the Congress. So I know those are going to be my two heftiest shows in terms of financials. And so I'm saving ahead for those. But then I also want to look at what horse shows are going to help me you know, kind of get seen with my horse and earn points to qualify for things. And, you know, just along those lines. And so if I know I want to go to six horse shows total during the year, two of those are going to be, you know, a little more when it comes to finances. So what other shows am I going to specifically pinpoint that I feel like are really going to help me, you know, work towards the two bigger shows? So, I usually set myself a limit of about six to seven horse shows total. This year, it's probably going to be six. And that just helps us plan ahead of time. And my husband and I can work together just knowing what is going to be required for each of those. And of course, when show bills and such come out, we sit down and pencil everything out. And I just know essentially what my horse show budget will be for the year.
1: The way that I do it for the bigger shows where like I know I'm going to pay someone to haul out my horse, but I'm going to fly to the show and stuff is I have a business credit card that I rack up like my flyer miles and everything like that. So I'll typically use my flyer miles and stuff to fly to the show, get my rental car, get my hotel. So that's been really helpful for me is just saving up all of those flyer miles and points. But, you know, I, at this point, I can't show all throughout the year. So like right now I'm prepping for two shows in the summertime and that's all I'll show this year. My Faturity horse, she might end up, you know, showing with the trainer in the fall, like at Congress or world. But for me personally, it's like with my kids, I have to kind of be reliant on help with, you know, having the baby. So my mom's a school teacher and she's off in the summer. And so she'll help with babysitting and stuff like that. But, you know, with all of the costs, like daycare, diapers, formula, I definitely have had to restrict my show budget and that's okay. Like I used to show almost every single month. Sometimes I would do two shows a month before I had my kids and I had to really have maybe like a conversation with myself saying like, it's okay that I don't show as hard as I used to. It's okay if I take a break right now. It's okay if I enjoy my kids and don't have all of these resources getting pulled out to hit certain goals right now, because I can achieve those later. And so for me, like as far as budgeting and stuff is concerned, I really, you know, right now with just the age of my kids, I just really had to kind of draw down the amount of shows that I was doing and just really limit it, you know, with where we're at in this kind of season of life.
2: Liz, did you add something you wanted to touch on earlier? My only comment
5: so far is like, I'm just super impressed because I always thought I had a busy schedule and balanced a lot of things, but I couldn't imagine trying to have a child in the mix of all of this. So I'm just super impressed with you ladies. It's definitely something to look up to because I'm heading into my 30s and getting close to that time clock, I feel like of needing to make some decisions that way but no I guess one of my things though is like as an individual yourself how are you balancing like your personal goals and the needs of your children while all of this horse showing like are those your personal goals still or have they kind of shifted as you've gotten children and like the family direction if that makes
0: sense. Mine have shifted. I used to keep a couple of mares and run that aspect. I I've always bred my own horses and shown my own horses. And once I had my son, it just got to be a point to where it was just too much to manage on top of showing. And I completely downsized. I am currently down to two horses and I don't think I've ever not owned more than two horses. It's completely weird only having two, but it's made my life a lot more simple so that I can just focus on my one goal with my four-year-old and showing her and progressing with the all around with her and then being able to focus on my family and my son. And I feel like, you know, as he gets older and I can start getting back to what I was doing before, but I feel like there's periods in your life where you just kind of back off a little bit and find new goals. And then you can always come back to those goals at some point.
2: Ashley, with you specifically, Before we hear everybody else's responses on this question, but I know your son is a type one diabetic, which I also am a type one diabetic. So I understand just the immense amount of time and dedication it takes to managing that. And thankfully I was diagnosed when I was 23, so didn't have to do it as a child, but what does that add to you and your stress and just the time and just the dedication it takes for that?
0: Yeah. So I'm essentially the main caregiver to him. My husband helps out a lot and there'll be like one or two nights during the week where he'll take essentially watch on him. He was diagnosed when he was three. So we were very young. We were about a month shy of turning three when he was diagnosed. So we've been doing this for a while, but as far as school goes, I'm the point person. We try not to have too many, I guess, people giving directions. And so all the communication goes through me. So I'm literally, whether I'm home, I'm away. All of the communication goes through me. I have his teachers that text me, his nurse that texts me, and then there's a head nurse of his school that'll text me if there's a problem or a call. So I constantly have to have my phone on me. I'm a little more heightened when I'm traveling with the horses because he is home, you know, and it's, you know, does he have all of his supplies that he needs at school? Does he have the food? Is he going to eat that day? What's our day going to be looking like? Do I have a class showing when he's supposed to be getting insulin for a meal? So, I always have to make sure I have my phone on me. My trainer's great. And if I have to have that phone out, she will hold it for me and make sure that she answers it if something comes up, if I'm out warming up or whatnot. I also let his school know that I'm going to be out of town and whatnot. So, they're very understanding of everything, but it's definitely an added aspect to it. And as he's getting older and starting to, be able to manage himself a little bit more. It's become easier. It's allowed me to step away a little bit more from the house and not have to take him places because I can literally just call him and say, Hey, listen, you know, if he wants a snack, I can just tell him what to give himself for insulin and he can dose himself. Thankfully, Jenna, I know, I don't know if you're on a pump or not, but pumps have made my life so much easier and I don't have to worry about him giving himself his own injections. He literally just has to put in a few figures into a device and he can give himself insulin that way. So it's definitely an added aspect to what I do. Sometimes I bring my mom with me to shows when he comes with me because she's pretty good at managing him. So that takes a little bit of the pressure off of me. And I know that while I'm showing, if something happens, somebody's there to take care of him, but I have yet to take him to a show by myself without somebody there to help me that knows how to manage him.
2: Yeah, I can imagine. It's a lot. And I can't, like, I know my parents worry about me endlessly. And I can't imagine having a young child navigating that disease and having to worry about making the decisions for them and just hoping, like not hoping, but ensuring that they're okay. So yeah. I did want to touch on that with you. So we'll go back to the original question for everybody else is just how do you strike the balance between pursuing your own passion and goals and supporting your children's activities interest?
4: I would say for me, the kids have pushed me to try harder simply because I want to show a good example to them. I want them to show that practice does make perfect. The more that you work with the horse, the better it's going to be. So it's pushing me to go out there and do something that I might not think my horse is great at, but really does need work at, that I'm going to keep pushing myself to do that, to show my kids that that's what you need to do to get better. So we'll go out and work horses together, you know, and my oldest son, he's good at training me now where he'll go, mom, you need to do this, or you should try this. And it's been great. Sometimes it's a little annoying because he's usually right. And sometimes it's not what I want to hear, but it's nice. And it's nice to know that he's listening, but then he's also willing to take that feedback from me as well. It's
2: always hard to get feedback from your own family members. We don't want to listen to them. It doesn't matter who it is.
4: Exactly. <laughs> Especially when he knows and He's usually right, which is kind of hard to swallow sometimes. Uh, Yeah.
3: Something for me, I guess, is, again, as a new mom, I mean, my priorities have shifted already, but I still have the privilege of having a little freedom because she can just come with me everywhere. Of course, it takes the entire village, but she's still mobile with me that way and kind of has to do what I do. But I've heard so many times already and gotten messages from people that just say, like, Thank you for showing us you can show with the baby. Like they're hesitating on the family front just because it is hard to know that things are going to change. And I was the exact same way. And I wasn't sure what it was going to look like. But, you know, my priorities have shifted in the past, you know, and going to school and starting new jobs. And I've weaned down on the horse shows a lot since then. And I know that time will come when we have to make those decisions when she is hopefully interested in horses. But if she's not and does something else, I, have decided that for me right now, it's okay to do those things that I want to do. And she's happy coming with me and, you know, all has been well so far. So I guess this would be to people who are questioning if it is possible or worried about those things that it is okay to do stuff for you while you can right now, when they can come with you and just be a part of it and learn and see you work really hard. And then, you know, as she ages and as everyone else's kids age, things are going to change, but that is okay. And we always adjust. And I'm learning moms are really good at making those quick adjustments and being flexible. So kudos to all of you for doing what you do. And I'm learning a lot from all of you. And that's just where I'm at right now.
1: For me, I, got really stressed out the last time I showed with my kids, because I was doing the all around and I'm switching clothes, I'm switching hairstyles, I'm trying to be ready for my class. You know, I've got my 13 year old and I I, at that time, I I didn't have my baby. I just had my son who was two at the time. And I got super, super stressed out. And so going into this year's show season, I kind of had I just decided that it was okay if I didn't do as many classes because it just wasn't fun when I was so stressed out trying to juggle everything and manage my kids. And so I'm just focusing on three classes this year, which I feel like are my best classes. Maybe one of the classes I'm not that great at, but I have a lot of fun showing it and learning it. And I think that's okay if your showing doesn't look the same while you're you know, balancing your kids. And that way, I just don't feel as stretched, especially if my 13-year-old is showing our horse and making sure that she also doesn't feel like she's getting neglected when it's her turn to go out and that I'm also prepared to help her and get her ready. So, I mean, definitely, you know, for me, I've just cut down the amount of classes that I showed. So that way I, I could have the best experience, not only for myself, but also for my kids.
2: So to touch on that a little bit further, what advice do you guys have for either, let's say women that are at that hurdle in life or they're debating about whether they want to start the family, but really kind of sad about the fact that they know who are showing may change. And then also to other moms out there on how to juggle it all.
4: My only advice would be do it together. Our family shows together. We do breeding together. My oldest son processes semen. He knows how to do all of the insemination. He knows how to ultrasound. He's been a part of it his entire life. So for him, that's just our life. That's just, he thinks everybody does that. I mean, he went to kindergarten thinking that everybody had horses and everybody bred horses. He had no idea that that wasn't normal. But for us, it's doing everything together. So we'll go out, and practice together, load the trailer together. We show all day together. You know, we're switching stuff around. The other aspect is don't be scared to go. My mom, for example, comes to most of the shows with us and she will adopt your kid if you don't have somebody to help you. She will more than happily take that kid and play at the gate, you know, right at the gate where you could see them. And she's more than happy to help. And there's a lot of people there that are willing to help. Even if you don't ask, if you just go and look like you're struggling, people step in. It's amazing. So our community has been great. You know, showing Penno, my kids, when you ask them their favorite things about showing, it's their family at shows. And it's not just their direct family, but it's the family that we've made and the friends that we've made showing. Everyone's willing to help. Everyone's willing to pitch in. And it's all been just a family
0: affair. I agree with that. You know, the last show, I went to a paint show in May and the amount of kids that were there that were my son's age was amazing because he doesn't normally get a lot of kids his own age at some of the quarter shows we go to. And the amount of playing that they got in, it warmed my heart because it felt like I was doing something right with bringing him there because I was always second guessing bringing him there that when he's not showing, is he bored? You know, he has to go everywhere I go. And this time he was out playing with his friends. I mean, to the point to where he was sweating so much that we lost two pumps off of him over a course of two days because he was sweating so bad. But I don't care. Like those things are very minimal for the aspect of, you know, you do make a family there and they build lifelong friendships and they remember those fun times that they had, you know, whether it's showing or playing with friends at the shows they're there and they're taking it all in. And this part of my life with him being seven has made it so much more rewarding for all of the blood, sweat, and tears previous years with dragging him everywhere that I go. Now that he can go play on his own and build those friendships, it's absolutely amazing.
4: It's amazing what horse show kids will do. You know, ours trailer hop is what we call it. You know, all of the adults know them. There's a group that we call our little gang of kids. There's about five or six of them that all play together all day, off and on, and they go to all the trailers and find the best food. <laughs> yes, so we had the
0: same thing. We had, I watched two parents carrying armfuls of potato chips, like bags of potato chips, and I stepped outside and I was like, "What are you guys doing with those?" And they're like, "Well, the kids told us there's a party at Barn N," and that just happened to be my barn, and I was like, "Oh, great." Yep. And we walked over there and they're having a full-on party in our barn. They're playing oh, in the aisles and they have snacks out. And then the next party was moving over to barn L. Like it just I don't know. I it made me super happy with the decisions that I've been making along these lines with dragging him to all these places because you know, it's these aren't things that they really get in the real world anymore. And there's not a whole lot of outside playing in neighborhoods anymore. And so it was nice being able just to let him be free and let him just run around and be a kid. Yes. And when they show together,
4: you know, our show as well, both of ours do. And I know yours does as well, but they show together. So they'll go in and they cheer for each other. And, you know, he'll come out and he'll be like, mom, my friend had the best show she's ever had. I'm so happy she won. You know, and he doesn't care that he got second place or third place because his friend did well. And you don't always see that. So it's fun to watch them cheer each other on and yell for each other and tell each other a good job and practice the patterns together and go over everything together where it's
1: not just, I feel
4: like I'm forcing them to do it, but it's them wanting to do it and helping each other do
1: it. And I think having our kids involved in the, in, with horses and animals and going to the shows really teaches them a sense of work ethic and also empathy. My son's three, he goes out and he's like, I'm going to help you Brush button, mommy. I'm going to help you clean stall. I'm going to fill water buckets. And I just think about, like, I'm like, how incredible is that? Like, from what I'm hearing from all of you share about your kids, like the fact that they're, you know, helping, you know, break colts and, you know, helping with the breeding business and everything. And I just think, like, how amazing it is that all of these kids are learning such a work ethic at an early age and learning responsibility. And to me, that's, I think the amazing part about all of this is that I hope at the end of the day, like our kids are, you know, learning what it means to, to be little adults, essentially like they're, you know, they're learning such great, wonderful life skills that they can take with them in the future. Even if they decide not to show horses later, they're learning such valuable life skills in just what, what we're doing.
4: I agree a
0: hundred percent. Same here. I think 90% of what our kids learn is based off of modeling and us modeling what it takes to do what we do and how we get there. You know, they sit there and they watch and then they want to be a part of it when they get to a point in their lives where they can be a part of it. And, you know, whether it's what you said about cleaning stalls or brushing a horse, they don't necessarily have to ride, but they learn what it takes to do what we do. And I think it's very, very valuable in the long run. Well, they definitely
4: learn responsibility. You know, my 12 year old, my oldest one, we have two different barns. We have a broodmare barn and then we have the show horse stallion barn. And he cleans one of the barns every other day for us and gets paid for it and saves his money, you know, and he wants to buy stuff for his horse. You know, he doesn't want to spend it on just going out and games and stuff like that. He's thinking about what he can spend it on to make her better or that she'll
2: appreciate, which is nice to see. And Morgan, since you're a new mother, was it tough for you to move into this phase of your life or you were never worried about it or kind of what was that thought process like?
3: I was absolutely worried about it. I had the privilege of showing and just having that experience almost every weekend just because my mom traveled and I, you know, it was the same kind of thing. I did what my mom did, right? So even though I didn't show until I was 12, she took me because it was her business and her passion, and I think she's happy now that by the time I was twelve, I decided to do it with her. But the truth is, I I was very nervous because I know and I think most of us, all of us, can agree that you know showing horses takes so much, but it's something we do because we're passionate and because it keeps us sane, right? <laughs> and that is, I knew that was important for me. That is my escape. That's what I've done my whole life. That's what I wanted to continue to do, and. Even though I wanted a family, I knew it was going to change, as we've all talked about. And hearing all of you other moms talk about like the joy and just experience you have watching your kids meet other kids and do this with you, and whether they show or not, just being involved—I was that kid. I know what that felt like, and it—it just—it gives me hope and excitement too for the future, and also just to like, this is why we do this, you know, like that we're going to raise good. Little people in this world that are going to hopefully want to do all of this with us, but just be raised around incredible experiences of responsibility and animal welfare and, you know, just all of those good things. So it actually just makes me excited now for the future.
2: So with everything you guys are juggling, is there any certain things you do for your own self-care to keep your sanity or you from not losing your mind. I don't you know, I don't know what the the right word is to say. I think we all do horses as like our one escape, but it let's be real, they're somewhat stressful <laughs> in themselves too. They're not always like as drama free or as easy as we would like it to be. So how do you just kind of keep your your brain about you?
1: I can definitely talk to this because with my daughter, I had horrible, horrible postpartum depression. And I needed help. It was really bad. And I didn't have that with my other, with my son. And so it was really, it was really scary for me to deal with that. And there was a time where I just couldn't ride. I, I couldn't mentally get myself out there to the barn, but through getting help and like support of my family, going back to writing and not even just focusing on, on showing it was so therapeutic for me. And it gave me a sense of identity back and really helped me with my postpartum depression. You know, it was it was a really challenging time. And I think for any new mom, you're going to really wonder like, okay, what did I do here? Like, what is going on? And, you know, just having that self-care for yourself is so important. But speaking up for yourself, like I had to ask for help. I had to say, I need help with my horses. Would one of my friends come out and help me lunge my horse? I need a break. Will someone take my baby? And I think as moms, we don't want to speak up. We want to think that we can handle it all. And it's just, it's okay to say like, I need help. I need help with my horse. I need help with my kids. And when I was going through that postpartum depression, I really had to learn how to speak up and say, I need help. And that was the biggest thing for me to get better and be able to ride again and give that self, that identity back to myself. And writing for me has been so therapeutic to get back into it. For me, it's been working out. It's kind of, I feel like my alone
0: time. I know riding horses can have alone time, but you know, it's not something that I, my horse lives 30 minutes for me. So it's not always feasible to go down and ride, but working out three to four days a week has been my additional therapy, something to where it doesn't have any strings attached or doesn't take hours for me to accomplish. So it's kind of been a little bit of a, a me taking care of myself, taking care of my body. Obviously as moms, we go through all these body changes and that was one of my biggest struggles was i've always been an athlete i've always been fit and it's a lot harder now to stay fit and then i rolled into my 40s and it's making it even harder to stay fit and so it's i think it goes hand in hand with the horses too because it helps with your riding and your strength but for me it's just it's therapeutic and gets those endorphins going and just makes me feel good about myself.
4: So I am not great at taking care of myself. I have to be reminded that I'm important too. Usually I'm the one taking the back seat and that's okay. So for me, my kind of safe place is doing photography. Now it's usually horse photography of the babies or the stallions or the broodmares or whatever it might be. But I love just to go sit out in the field and just wait for that shot The kids know not to bug me when I'm out there. That's kind of me time, but I feel like it's still part of the business. I'm still being helpful. So I don't feel guilty taking that time. And then the other part for me is family, just my husband or my mom saying, Lauren, you need to go sit down or you need to go do this. And then reminding me that I need to take that time and that it's important and that it's okay to do that. I feel guilty when I'm not actively helping somebody or doing something. And it's nice to be reminded that you're important too. You need to go take that break. Don't feel bad about it. Just kind of go and do your own thing for a little while.
3: Something that has worked for us is having something outside of what we do for a living and our side hustles and even the horses. Because as I sat here and said, horses pretty much are my life. And I do that for a certain sanity. My husband and I work together So often, even though it's all things we like to do, having something separate from all of it is very significant in our relationship and also important to us to also show our daughter that there is more to hopefully be, you know, a well-rounded human being as well. But for us, that thing is the outdoors. So we hunt, we fish, we hike, we camp. We like to sometimes just take a drive on a night where we say we're not working and we drive around and look for deer and other animals and all the fun stuff. And So yeah, just having something completely unrelated to everything else we're doing is a way for us to connect as a family and also just relax and take our mind off things.
2: Have you found that the horse show world is have, I guess, a good sense of community and there's a lot of good camaraderie. I can't talk, Liz. (laughs) We're rusty, we're rusty. (laughs) There we go. I was like, (laughs) between other mothers that are also showing horses and I guess if you had like maybe one tip to keeping your sanity as a mom at horse shows what would that be
0: don't feel guilty don't let guilt of being a mom and doing what you're doing sink in there's going to be moments where you're at a show you might be in the pen showing and your kid is outside screaming and making a fool of themselves like don't feel that guilt it happens and it happens to everybody and that's i think one of the big things is like people are so afraid of their kid acting up and stuff but these are the moments that are teachable for them but you also have to do what you're doing for you and don't let that guilt take that away
1: I think with you know bringing all the kids and the diapers and the formula and the bags and the strollers and the playpen I have really minimized what I bring to shows and just really minimize everything you know, look at what I'm taking with me. Because for me personally, when I have like clean surroundings and everything is organized, I feel like I got it. I can handle it. You know, my diaper bags are labeled and packed. My show clothes are labeled and packed. The kids show clothes are labeled and packed. And so really just having everything organized and minimizing, like if I'm not going to use it, I don't take it. And for me, that kind of helps Me keep control of the situation and just kind of feel like everything is organized. And if the kids need it, then I can find it. And that cuts down on everyone's stress level. I think somebody already mentioned this, and I apologize for not knowing exactly who it was. But for
3: me, just learning to be okay with not showing every class that I used to helped me a lot because I'm not going to lie, the first horse show I went to. I was showing two horses and I'm like, let's do it. I feel physically great, which I didn't know if I would or not. And the first time I had two horses showing in 400 under saddle classes and tack changes and all of the stuff in between that night, I said, that cannot happen again. (laughs) And so really sitting down. And although I, I technically still show the all around, I, I don't do everything and you know, picking and choosing which classes are good for which horse and where I want to focus. And, you know, what I'm learning now is that focusing in on those classes with me and that horse are helping me just, you know, fine tune those skills. And it's actually helping us be better in those things. And so it's actually turning out to be a positive. But yeah, just know where that limit is for you. And it's okay if you have to, you know, push yourself to find it. But when you find it, you know, back off a little bit and reevaluate. And I think everyone will be happier in the end.
2: I've seen a couple of moms put questions up that are maybe going to be embarking on their first like weekend horse show with their child, but completely alone as far as like no family members going, nobody to really help with that. Have you guys ever had to do that on with your kids or, you know, with yourself and do you have any suggestions for those types?
0: I would think mostly just your barn family, you know, if evaluate that situation. And, you know, obviously the younger the kid, the harder it is, but, you know, having somebody there that can help you in that instance where you're leaving your kid outside the pen and making sure they're not going to run in after you is just finding that support and finding that team. And I think it was March. The best thing I ever did was buy a camper because I can bring the camper to shows now and my son can go back and forth. He can go get a snack Go sit in there and play video games if he doesn't want to be out in the heat. And I was able to take him to a show by myself because he had that freedom to go back and forth and kind of take himself out of the situation if he didn't want to be there anymore. And it kind of kept him sane the whole time. But having the friends and the community out there is huge for being able to take them to a show on your own and feeling like you can go show without you know, something imploding while you're out there.
1: I actually got help. There's a gal in the barn that I used to be a part of, and she had a teenage daughter who wanted to earn extra money for her showing. And so I asked her if she'd be willing to help me with my son at a show to, to earn extra money. And that actually worked out really great because she would actually take her horse into a couple of classes when I wasn't showing, you know, and then she would watch my son when I would go in the class. So I think definitely there's other ways to find help too, like definitely on, you know, on Facebook and stuff like that, you know, finding other moms who might be showing, seeing if you can tag along with their babysitter, seeing if there's any other, you know, horse show teenagers who want to earn extra money and love kids. Those would be some definite things that, you know, I have done in the past that worked for me.
4: My thing would be just don't afraid to ask for help. There's nothing wrong with saying my kid's going to be right here. They're okay. But do you mind keeping an eye on them? You know, with someone that's near the gate, someone that's at the gate that you met at the show, you're still next to something like that. Don't be afraid to ask if you are by yourself. We've only shown once with just my son and I, but he was older and he was showing too. So it wasn't so bad. He was old enough to stay outside of the ring and not need help. But don't be afraid to ask. Like I said, my mom is always there and she's adopting all kinds of kids because she's just that kind of a grandma. And there's people like that at shows that you can find.
2: Well, we've taken an hour of y'all's time today. We'll begin to wrap it up, but do you have one kind of memorable accomplishment or milestones that you've met since you've become a mother and showing horses that you're most proud of or want to share?
4: For me, we went to the Peno World Show two years ago, and my son and I both won a Reserve World Championship in hand Trail with our miniature horse right after each other, which was pretty cool. My husband took a picture of me crying my eyes out. I was so proud. I didn't care about mine. I cared about his. And it's amazing how that changes. You know, when you watch your kid accomplish something, you see all his hard work come together. I completely lost it. But looking back now, that's my favorite photo. But at the time, I was so mad.
0: I think mine, too, was actually Penal World last year. It was my son's first time showing the lead line there. And just, I don't know, it made me so proud with all of the hard work he put into learning how to show and putting it out there. He was so scared of going out there and being in an arena with so many kids and He was worried about being on TV, quote unquote, because of the live feed, because he had Mimi and Papa watching him at home. And, you know, he went out there and showed his little heart out and he came out third. And then he was like, Mommy, we have to go get a picture now. And I was like, of course, we're getting a picture. Like I would have I would have cut all of my expenses for the whole show for a picture. But it's awesome having those memories and having him understand how his hard work can pay off? I guess
3: for me with my daughter being three months old and I am a very goal-oriented person I have to have something to work towards and uh, of course I was concerned about when I was going to be able to get back in the saddle let let alone show again and so uh, she was due the end of February of this year. had her on March 2nd and before that, I had set a goal for myself to be able to show at the Novice Championships the first week of May. And I knew it was very close and it it might not happen, but I I had to try. I, I was novice in the trail. And so I said, even if the only thing I am riding in is the trail, I'm going to make it happen. And I just wanted to be able to show it. I wasn't even worried about how I did. And I was lucky enough to do a show before that, but When I got to that horse show, we had so much assistance and so much help and so much support just to get me in the same class because that was the one I was aiming for. And when I got the callback to be in the top 15, I lost it. I had been okay until then, but just to know that, you know, I did enough, like I, I not only did I make it to show I, I was going to place or, you know, potentially place was, Everything I could have imagined, and we actually ended up fifth, which was super fun on my seventeen one-hand horse. So um, he sort of towered over the other trail horses. But to be able to walk out of the arena and then have someone hand me my new baby and take pictures, and we have a group photo of our entire horse show family that helped me the entire time with my husband holding her and me on the horse and our ribbon was that's something I'm going to cherish forever.
1: My favorite memory is last year I showed my lunge liner at the Northwest Emerald. And I was nine months pregnant. I was so swollen. I had to go get like maternity show clothes, like just scouring like Amazon and stuff. Could barely put on my boots. I had to wear like two sets of compression stockings. And I had prepped her myself and I'm like super pregnant, you know, and just trying to get this mare ready to show the lunge line. And I look back at that picture and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I was so tired but it was so worth it. It was so fun. But again, like I have to give credit to Savannah McGuire with the ambition performance horses. She actually, like I couldn't bend over and clip my horse. I was so pregnant, and they helped me out. Like they got my horse ready for me and helped me. And I just look back at that photo, and I just think it represents a lot of different things. It represents me overcoming something where people think like you're totally out of showing when you're, you know, that pregnant. And it represents, you know, teamwork from all my friends, like helping me saying, you can do this, like you can get through this even at nine months pregnant. And so that's, that's one of my favorite memories.
2: Yeah. I was like, I think Liz and I are sitting here feeling like pretty inadequate with ourselves right now, Mm -hmm. but it's been a a great conversation. (laughs) Liz, do you have anything else you want to
5: add or ask these gals? No, I definitely have much respect for all of you ladies. And I can't imagine every other mom out there that's showing and doing the horse thing as well that the it's mind-boggling how much you guys do and I'm sure your families and everyone appreciates all that you do for them so yeah thank you for giving us an hour of your time today it was very much appreciated
2: yes thank you guys have a great rest of your Sunday and if any of you have horse shows coming up then good luck otherwise we will I'm sure be chatting on the interwebs some way or another soon (laughs) thank you for having us Yes, thank thank you.
3: Thank you. Thank you. All right, that'll be your class. Bring them in and line them up.